Welcome to Marshfield Community Media's part-time podcast, starring the interns, Will Nicholson and Tyler Pinero. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the part-time podcast brought to you by Marshfield Community Media. I am Tyler Pinero. I'm Will Nicholson. This is the place where the wage is just minimum, but the sports takes are maximum. It's well, true. how are we feeling today? It's true. I'm feeling pretty good. It's, uh, it's a little rainy out, um, but, it is a little you know, rainy. we... Yeah. Uh, it's still it's still a great day to have a great day. It's always you know a I great mean? day to have a great it day. It is always a great day to have a great day. I just got a new car. You know, we're feeling Ooh, pretty good. He's whipping. Okay. Yeah, yeah. A little 2008 Nissan Versa. There we go. But, you know, gets to point A and point B. So we'll take that. There we go. <sighs> so, well, I mean, before we start talking sports, I just want to know, how's your weekend? Honestly, pretty pretty good, I'd say. It's um, it's it's a little mid for uh for like a twenty two year old, I didn't really do anything that was uh like super active for Halloween weekend. Uh, I was working, but you know it was by my standards, it was fine. My last Halloween weekend, I you know did the whole dressed up, went out to a bunch of bars by my campus. But uh, Griffin, yeah, as, I think I went as a tourist and uh and the orange M M&M and M last year <laughs> were the orange M&M. <laughs> were my costumes. What made you pick orange? I don't know. I think we just kind of had it, and I was, like, lazy, and I'm like, sure. Like, I think it was it was Aiden's from a couple of years ago, <laughs> so I was like, I'll wear that. Hey, but, uh, yeah, no, this week I, I pretty much just stayed home, um, watched a little bit of Breaking Bad, Ooh. and uh, and some football, and just kind of relaxed. How far so. along uh, Breaking Bad are you? I am just done with season four. So? So just- I'm starting to – the last thing that happened is uh, I talked about, like, the, the plant that, like, poisoned uh, – uh, Jesse's girlfriend's uh, oh. like son or whatever, and it, it cuts and it was in uh, Walter White's backyard. Yeah, so I was like, whoa! Mm-hmm. So it's getting really good. Uh, I need to. I think I'm in the last season. Season five is the the last one before like the how's movie a, or whatever. How's our buddy Gustavo doing? Oh, he's done though. Oh, yeah, he's he dead? got blown okay. up. He is dead. Okay. Yeah, he got he <laughs> he got blown up. I didn't want to like spoil it. If you had yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I respect that. I do, but no, it was pretty much. Just hung I, out. I just want to ask, when that whole thing did happen, did you think he survived initially when they showed his face walking out? Um, yeah, I did actually. For a boom. second, I was like, I was like, there's, I thought it was stupid. I'm like, there's no way. Like that whole place just went boom. And then like you see the other side of his face and I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. there we go. Three, two, good night. Boom. <laughs> very, Ugh. very good show. Very well and written, edited. Now to ease into stuff. the show today. Mm. How did you do in fantasy this week? I... I'm relying on Jameer Gibbs tonight. So I'm down, I think, by it's a heavy uh, task. 15, and I got Jameer Gibbs going. He could and very likely it. get that, but he could also very likely get, like, two, two points. points. Yeah. It could be terrible. Um, other than that, I, I won in pretty much every other league. Uh, I have ETN in a good amount of my leagues, so, you know, he, he kind of popped off for me, went crazy. I took a tough L this week. I had to play a team that dropped 160. Oh, did you play? Wait, can I guess? Did you play against both CD Lamb and AJ Brown? I didn't play against either of them. Oh wow! Who who did you dirty then? Uh, it was m- multiple guys. It was ETN. It uh, was Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Uh, uh did freaking Devon De- DeAndre Swift with his stupid little fake tush push play. Yeah. <laughs> the the worst part was push. I had some heavy hitters. I had Jamar. I had Waddle. But Ooh. my running backs were – it wasn't pretty this week. I had Madison due to Kyron Williams being on IR. And I had Kenneth Walker, who for some reason Pete Carroll wants to use a freaking rookie who's inexperienced over a dog 
in Kenneth Walker. Which I didn't get it either. I was it, playing against Kenneth Walker. Make it make sense, Pete. Make it make sense. Okay, so I right now on ESPN it says that I have a fifty-five percent chance of winning. I am down ninety to a hundred and eight. And I have Jameer Gibbs on Monday Night Football, which you got to keep in mind, there's no David Montgomery. And Craig Reynolds has been on the verge of getting cut for, like, the past two years. So it's I think it's it's all about Jameer Gibbs. But, hey, uh, we saw that one block Craig Reynolds laid out last week <laughs> for Amon Ross. Got saying. him a starting job. Just saying. I will lose my mind. I'll tell you right now, I will lose it if I turn on Monday Night Football and they're giving me the Cam Akers treatment to Jameer Gibbs, <laughs> and it's just Craig Reynolds running all over the field. I also started Madison this week too, which I hate him. Tough. I'm never starting him ever again. I honestly, yeah, I think I literally am going to start because I have Cam Akers on my team. He's on my bench. The hate that I have for Alexander Madison is crazy. Like he is yeah. never going to play another minute on my fantasy. <laughs> I regret drafting him. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. But yeah, we're uh, we're. We're very hopeful for Monday night. I'm going against my uh, mm. my college roommate, who was my roommate for uh, three years. So Ooh. shout out to D'Lo. But there we go. He's he's got to take the L this hey, week. Hey D'Lo, I'm sure you're a great guy. I haven't met you yet, but uh, just be prepared to hold the cell. Just be prepared. All I'm right. gonna send this to him too. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know we got another crazy you know Monday night game. We got some girls soccer going on tonight. We do. Yeah, here at MCM we got some girls soccer. Just uh, just had a. A tie, a draw versus uh, Duxbury. Last time I checked, was that yep. was the last time they played. We got the final regular season game today against okay, the, yeah. the Titans of Pembroke. All right. I'm liking the girls' chances, you know. I think they. Uh, we just did a Ram report, or I said Sean yep. did a, a Ram report, where uh, they're talking about they have they think they have a really good shot in the uh, the tournament this yeah, year. I mean, and I, uh, too. Like, I agree. Yeah, I think they're they're going to be there's great. Some athletes. They do have some athletes. I think they have qualified for the tournament, right? Yeah. They're they're in. The boys are in too, but the boys unfortunately, you know, don't have a home game. But damn, it's okay. Yeah. We're, if they win today, we're gonna go take care of business in P North. Exactly. It's fine. We'll take care of it. We will take care of it. So looking at the, uh, you know, the the NFL as a whole, I guess is kind of where we're uh, we're gonna start off here. Um, do you see any? I know you're a red zone watcher. Uh, I am a red, zone, red watcher zone watcher myself. Uh, do you see any big games, any any heavy hitters that really well, drew your interest? This wasn't really like a great game. It was pretty pretty trash. But mm. the battle of New York. Oh yeah, yeah, the ending was pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, I'll take a good ending over you know if the rest of the game is boring. But the, the missed field good, goal fine. was rough. Yeah, but Zach Wilson, you know, he's just the best QB in the AFC East. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but you know, certainly that's... the best QB all time on his team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> You saw that mark. He spiked it with one second left to go like a beast. Like a beast, yeah. And no, then, Zach's been killing it. I think we, we talked a little bit last week about uh, how Zach Wilson has kind of evolved into, uh, you know, a, a decent caliber starter. Yeah. Where, you know, definitely obviously not as bad Rogers. as when he first came out. Yeah, definitely. But, like, I think they've kind of figured out that to win the game, they can't have Zach Wilson throwing 30, 40 times a game. They're, they yeah. just won't win that way. He's... He's uh, he's not built for that game. However, he's what definitely he built learned for, some things. Yeah, oh, 100%. He's learned from Rodgers, and you can definitely tell. And he's still, you know, he can air the ball out. But mm-hmm. I think when they play more towards, uh, like, field position, where they mm-hmm. let their defense and their special teams unit do a lot of, of the heavy lifting, along with that run game with, uh, with Brees Hall, Delvin mm-hmm. Cook, Michael Carter, a bunch of very good backs. And I think when they kind of play that style, they win. It kind of reminds me of the... 
like the 2020 Browns, that Baker Mayfield team, yeah. where they kind of figured out, okay, let's not have Baker air it out 30, 40 times a game. Let's let the run game, let's let the defense, special teams, because they are a well-coached team. They have talent all over the field. And that's, that's kind of what this team reminds me of. Just you know what I was the loving about the, the Jets this weekend? What was that? Robert Sala's beard. Yeah, I like that. that he was, he looked is, good with a beard. That thing is serious. Yeah, yeah. I like that. But uh, don't quote me on this, but I believe Zach Wilson has some sort of record for, like, the longest recorded pass. I don't know if it was in a game, if it was, like, at the Combine, but he has some sort of record with, like, throwing. So, obviously, he I think I think he has the the, f- the fastest, right? Fastest, that's what it is. Is that what it is? Fastest, okay, yeah. yeah. So, he can definitely air it out. Yes, yeah. But, you know, it's just, you know, he's got to develop more skill. Yeah. No, I agree. Let's Looks see. Good, Another game that was pretty entertaining. Um, Eagles. Eagles yeah. Commanders. Yeah, I thought they were going to lose... In OT again. Or, wait, 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 wait. To say an even crazier game, let's talk about the parlay buster of the week. Oh, no. Broncos Chiefs. No, that was the parlay buster. How about that? Broncos country, let's ride. Now that you remind me, I did did put a little parlay uh, on a couple of the games this week. Uh, Also, I am 22 and please gamble responsibly, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, it looks like, okay, so it didn't hit. It was close to hitting. So I put three games, $1, made 10. Uh, I took the Vikings, who won, the Jags, who won, and then the Falcons, who ended up losing to Will Levis going crazy. But, Will Levis, dude. Yeah. Oh, Balled man, out. he looks good. He does Bro, look really good. But my, to go back to the Chiefs, sorry, I, I, oh, I okay. cut off your Chiefs. Here's what I would do with that, with the whole Will Levis thing. Okay. Now that you've seen he can be very good, trade Tannehill to Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see that tweet. Unfortunately, uh, Big Kirko, obviously, he's done for the season. Yeah. Which, you know, it's very sad to see. You never want to see a quarterback get injured. But, uh, yeah. Did you see the the tweet about the Ryan Tannehill going with, like, the, the Joe Biden? So it's like, a, it was like a Ryan Tannehill, like, where are you going to be next week? And it's like the, the Joe Biden clip where he's like, Minnesota! Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. it makes sense. It makes sense for... Uh, for Tannehill to be in Minnesota, I mean, he, I, I personally, and I mentioned this a little bit. I mean, is is Mac a possibility to be moved to Minnesota? Probably not. I don't know. But He's kind of Kirk Cousins two point Unfortunately, with the Patriots, you know, rough rough loss. Mm-hmm. Not even just like losing the game. Uh, superstar, not superstar, but like star receiver Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, unfortunately, is going to be out for the rest of the season with torn ACL. Yeah. You know, That's tough. those are just things you hate to see. Wishing Kendrick more a speedy recovery, but yep. it's a contract year for him too. Which uh, he was playing good. Yeah, that's a real killer to to be on a contract year and start to you know play good. He had a touchdown in the game, and to see him go down, it's uh, it's tough because at this point you don't know what his future looks like. I mean, if you're New England, do you? Give him another deal, or I mean, what's what do you do with that? I think you have to because he shows the most promise out of any receiver. That's true, yeah, but like, you got to think like, are, just now are you going to overpay? Uh, I feel like you'll have to see what other teams are offering them. Yeah, but if other teams aren't offering them anything, then you can get them for the little bit. Yeah, that's true. I feel that. And then Juju finally scored a drinking touchdown. I know we Irre- needed it so Irre- bad. Relevant. I never understood. Letting Jacoby Myers walk in the first place, and now I like triple don't understand it. I think Chain Bloom was in charge of the Patriots at that time. It feels like it. It just made no sense. Jacoby is a reliable receiver for us, and I don't know. It was a whole thing. 
but he's in, in Las Vegas. I hope we get to see more of uh I love of Juju Ballin. I love seeing Jacoby paired up with Devontae Adams. Yeah, no, it is cool. Because you always love seeing like those teams that have two studs. Yeah. Like yeah. back in the day there was Chris Carter and Randy Moss. Yep. You have Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne. And now you got like Tyree Kill, Waddle. Yeah. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. And I guess you could say Tyler Boyd too, because Tyler Boyd Yeah, Tyler you know, Boyd's a dog. He can do his own thing. Yeah, yeah. And now we're I'm starting sure. to see, you know, Jacoby Myers blossom into more of a star player than, you know, just your local New Englander. And now we he's with Devontae Adams where they can both play off each other, you know. If this happens to Devontae, Kobe's gonna be there. But if Kobe gets this, Devontae's gonna be wide open or in single coverage. No, I, I mess with it. I think it, it is a, a good fit. Um for, you know, wide receiver, but I, I just wanted to see him as a Patriot. Uh, you mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, the Chiefs were the, the parlay buster. They were. And uh, you know what? There was no T-Swift in the building. There was they, not. Thank God, because, you know, you I don't can't, th- I don't you think can't she have can, Blondie experience in that. I don't think she can uh, withstand the altitude. That might have been. That could have been it, too. That could have been it. Um, but that's just embarrassing. If you're It was a city. tough loss, man, you know, all around. Mahomes looked like... He, he didn't look like himself. It was tough. He was the Broncos are one of just the most like sorry teams in the league. I know that defense is good though. You can't you can't underestimate that defense. Yeah, but you know Russ already rode off into the sunset. Like yeah, yeah, he did. I don't know why Russ is even still playing football at this point. It's be, very clear Russ, he does not want to play football. I, I love Russ, but Russ should just like become a preacher or something like. <laughs> it's just like it. It's so obvious he does not like want. To play football competitively anymore. He's just. I think he's just a little pissed that Geno Smith actually worked out in Seattle. I know, right? And that the Seahawks yeah. aren't on like this search for a QB. Yeah, I always forget that you're a you're a Seahawks guy. So how are are you kind of like indifferent about Russ now, or, or how's? No, I, I still like the guy. Okay. Because like you know he he was at least honest about you know wanting to move on. Yeah. Because he didn't think the team was going anywhere. Seems going somewhere. But then we made the playoffs last year, yeah. and guess who didn't? That's Broncos. true. That's so, true. And it looks like the Seahawks are going to make the playoffs this year. My favorite thing about that was, so last season, home opener, Denver plays Seattle. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, kids, it's obviously Russell Wilson coming home. Kids are making signs. And I saw a video of DK, like, hanging out with some kids, tra- signing stuff. And a kid made a sign that said, let's cook Russ. Yeah. And DK would like refuse to sign it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he's like, That's my dog, I can't do that. Yeah, da, da, da. Yeah. Then Seahawks ended up winning on a game winning yeah. drive by the man, the myth, the comeback player of the year, Geno Smith. He was the comeback player of the year. He was a dog. He still is a dog, actually. Did and, they uh, did they win yesterday? They did win yesterday. Okay. But uh sh- they won off of a Jackson Smith and Jigba last minute touchdown. Yeah. Shout, shout we out, love JSN. Shout out to the Rook. Yeah, yeah. We love him. He's uh he's rostered on my fantasy team. Is he's a beast? He is. I'm. I'm hoping he has a second year breakout. Um, but yeah. So no. No. He's already we, starting. I, we, to come well, though we keep on dodging this Chiefs game. Well, I mean, like <laughs> it, it was just pretty. Uh, it was just flat out embarrassing. There's really not much we can say about it, though. All I gotta say is the NFL Instagram was pretty quiet yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It was not a whole lot of uh, of Mahomes and. I uh, will say, I just to you know push off the Chiefs yet again. I enjoyed the Eagles game yesterday. You know, I was saying that, you know, I was starting to not like watching them. They're just getting kind of boring. Yeah. Shout out to Arthur James Brown. That guy That guy is a beast. They uh, they were killing it. The reason why he's called his Instagram 1K Always Open. 
One K O. That's a that's a crazy good name. That's that's pretty sick. Shout out to AJ Brown. Man. Shout out to AJ Brown. If you're listening, AJ Brown, AJ. CD Lamb too. Like yeah. you guys are both nasty. We got we got a couple seats in here. If you, you guys ever want to come on the show, we have three empty chairs. We have more than we got one, four. two, three, four. Hey, oh, I think that's it. You know what, you know what they say? You can't teach an empty seat. You can't teach an empty seat. Isn't wasn't that a? Actually, I'm not gonna say his name, but <laughs> that was that was his thing. But uh, yeah, the it, it was a great week of uh, of NFL uh, performance. Uh, I think if if we want to kind of move on to the the NBA a little bit here, if if you're content, I am content. Uh, I I have a question for you. So it kind of looks like Detroit may have found their center in Jalen Duran. And I, he's I a, need to he's know. a beast, Jalen Duran. So, like uh, you, have you bought in? Is is he the the I guy in Detroit? Uh, I think you know he's. Uh, they're building like a. They think they're building another 2004 team, Detroit. Okay, just okay. you know a bunch of scrappy dogs. Yeah, like Cade, Cade looks good. Cade does look good. Ivy's looking promising. Killian uh, Hayes doesn't. Well, he sucks. <laughs> I think the biggest thing that's going to contribute to that are two people. One, Asar's defensive impact. Mm-hmm. To Wiseman, like becoming the prospect he is supposed to be. I mean, that's a big ask for Wiseman. He has not, he's not been great. I'm trying to pull up the NBA actually, standings. Real I actually quick just too. picked up Jalen Duran in uh, fantasy. Ooh. Oh, uh, but you know, thinking of it, the Celtics are in the same play-in bracket as uh, what are they called? The Pistons. Yeah. And today. The courts for the play-in tournament were actually released. Were they? They were. So uh, I'm showing you here. This is the Celtics play-in court. Ooh. So they're okay. actually going to be using that inside of the TD Garden for yeah, the play-in yeah. tournament games. Okay. So is is the play-in tournament like a starts this month? It does start. Okay. All right. So is is that like a uh, NBA bubble type thing where they're going to go to a like a location and play out? I think kind of an AAU style. I think they go to Vegas for the. Final four. Okay, I know for so sure. So other than that, it's just so regular season games. The regular season games are all like the yeah. bracket. And players. by this month, do you mean November? Because we are yeah. still in October. November, yeah. My, <laughs> <Okay>. bad. <laughs> my, my bad, people. Uh, I was just wondering. I was like, wait, yep. like, does that mean it's like tomorrow? <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Uh, so there's five teams per bracket, but they're not doing divisions. Uh, everyone's gonna play each other one time. Mm-hmm. Best record in each division gets a spot, and then the next best record that didn't make it. They enter as a wild card. So there's going to be eight teams, single-game elimination. All the games count as a regular season game, yep. except for the finals. Okay. So I am very, very interested to see how this playing tournament goes. I'm excited. I, I really hope that this is a, uh incentive to get uh, guys to to keep playing. Um, also, can't can't understate this. Pager the Magic on top of the East, all, along with the Celtics. But Yeah. I mean, we're two games in. <laughs> So it's funny you mentioned the Pacers. So I think out of all the play-in tournament courts, the Pacers have the best one. Is it? Far. Yeah. Because all of them are inspired by their city jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Me and you were talking about this off-camera the other day, ranking all the city jerseys. Yep. Pacers ones were my favorite by a landslide. They had some good ones, I yeah. I think that cartoon style with the yellow is nice. You yeah, know? yeah, It gives me, like, you know, the water park vibes. I feel that, yeah. I'm uh, I'm excited for the, uh, the play, especially you mentioned that. Their uh, their courts look like the jerseys, and I kind of remember what the Pacers one looks like, so I'm I'm excited to see how that is is all going to so uh, play out. If I had to ask you this right now, who's your favorite for the in season tournament? 
I'm not picking the Celtics because they're not good at winning one game. Yeah, yeah. Well, right now they're two and zero, but yeah. we've, we've seen in the playoffs. Um, so I think if you have to pick a team, is, to so win, is, is there a, a one singular champion, or is there like an one east and west champion. thing? Well, there's an east and west side. Yeah. Only one team comes out on top. So, so an east and west. It's kind of oh. like a, a mock NBA finals almost. Yeah. Um, honestly, this feels it's like, like it's, something. It's almost that, like March Madness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it kind of feels like something that maybe the Lakers would would I, really put I, their soul into. If I had to pick, I'd probably pick Denver. Denver, yeah, yeah. I'm they can, they can just good. go win you a game if you need a win. That's so. true. That should be like one game though. I don't know. I think Denver and, and Boston are obviously like the Denver the won, favorites. They but. won one game against the Lakers open tonight. Yeah. So that yep. just brings the Lakers chances down. That's true. No, on, that's true. But I think on paper the team that probably has the best chance is just uh Phoenix. Yeah. Just cuz if like all three of their guys are healthy, like you can't stop all three of them. Yeah. So one of them's bound to have a good game. That's true, but uh Book Book has been sitting out a little bit, huh? Yeah, screw him. <laughs> I, I have Devin Booker. If you're listening, I have you in fantasy. I need you. Come back. You're lucky. I won my game. <laughs> you are lucky. I lost my first fantasy basketball game. Uh, I won both my games. You know, it wasn't really much competition. I forgot to set my lineup. That's my problem. I have my lineup set till uh, my birthday, I think. But yeah, I, I actually do just that. picked up Jalen Darren in fantasy basketball, so I'm excited to use him. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. One of the See, guys. Uh, I, I wish. I wish there was like a an app or like a. Some type of of like code or something where it automatic like automatically for the night plays my like have you ever done NFL fantasy like the app on yes. like the yes. so you know how it has like the optimized thing yes I wish it just auto optimized my lineup every single night um, but it doesn't have that which stinks so it's really not that bad and like. If you do like a bunch of dates all at once, yeah, I find it much easier than having to go back. Every I might day. do that on my lunch break or something. <laughs> just go and put in uh, all the games because that's what I did last year. But I'm still terrible. I was still really bad at this. I, and I have one to of the guys I would I wanted to draft so bad, but I got him sniped for me in both leagues. Was Ben Simmons? Yeah, you think he's I having think, a bounce back I, here? I think Ben is bound for a bounce back here. You know, he's in the right headspace. He's happy. Uh, his teammates, you know. They're supportive of his decisions. They're not, you know, pressuring him to coming back like Philly was. Yeah. So I think now that he's here, I think he's going to be better off. I've notoriously been a Ben Simmons hater. Well, yeah. Uh, I rightfully so. Like, I, I just I don't think that he truly loves playing basketball. It, it just well, seems like I gave those. He, he seems like an entitled kind of kind of guy when it comes to being on yes. the court. So I had those opinions on him when he was in Philly. I will say that. But even in Brooklyn, I, I just I don't think he's going to – I think he's a good player. I think he's a great talent. He's going to be in the league until he messes up, I think. but I feel like he tries to be like Jokic where it's like, oh, I don't have to try because I'm already this good and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I think Jokic is more humble than that, yeah. though. Like, Jokic uh, doesn't even have social media. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Like, I, I, think, I think there's guys who you can tell if they care what – uh, the league and like fans think, and there's people you t- can tell who just don't like genuinely. I I don't think that Jokic cares. I think that Ben Simmons cares. There, rarely do you like see a guy like Kawhi. I don't think Kawhi cares at all. I don't think PG cares at all. Like I I don't think I think that, PG cared yeah. when he was an MVP candidate. Yeah, in yeah. But 
Yeah. But, like, there, there's guys who I think you legit like, they legitimately do not care about what the media thinks. KD thinks, he likes to think he doesn't care. Like, oh, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm but him. I'm him. him. I'm Kevin Durant. You see him responding to all the fans on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. So he does care. But uh, I think Ben is one of those guys, like KD, where he likes to be like, oh, you know, I, I don't care. Like, you know, I, I'm just, you know, I, I play basketball. And then he, he really, deep down, really cares what people yeah. uh, think about him. He's a sensitive man. Goes. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But, I mean, own it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, KD at least kind of owns it a little bit. KD, like, wants to hate. Because yeah, KD does. He says it motivates him. Yeah, yeah. I don't buy that. <laughs> No, I, I think Kevin, Katie really wants people to like him. Kevin, whatever floats your boat, my friend. Whatever floats your boat. That's what I will say. Yeah. Katie, yeah. you can go on the podcast, too. You know who I really want to have on the, the podcast? Is, is it Wanda Durant? Katie's Ooh, yeah. mom? Be like, what is it like to be the real MVP? You know who, I need to know. You know who I think would be a fun guest on this podcast? Who's that? Not basketball-related. The man, Gino Conti. Yeah, yeah, he would be, honestly. That'd be a tough get. I'll have to maybe we'll we'll put that in for next week. Be like, hey, Gino, put it in the vault. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a fun one. Just want to put a little side note. We got the World Series back tonight. We do. Yeah, has have they played a game yet? I haven't even. There's seen. been two games. There's been two games. Series, who's who's winning right tied now? Tied one one. Tied one one. All game right. one walked. I can't off. believe the Phillies lost. By the way, game one got walked off by Adolis Garcia in the eleventh okay. inning. Game two, Diamondbacks just flooded them out of the water. Yeah. Um, it's the uh, the Diamondbacks and the Rangers, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm picking the Rangers. <laughs> I think I'm picking the Rangers, but don't count the Diamondbacks out. Yeah, they're, so I, they're a good young team, and they're going to be good for a long, long time. I'm a frequent 98.5 uh, Boston Sports Radio. I am a uh, big 98.5 listener. So yes. I, I was hearing, uh, I believe it it was uh, it was Maz talking about how the Diamondbacks being good is is bad for the game overall because they. Didn't spend like any money, and they're you know they're, you ever hear them well, call them like the the nerd strategy, like the nerd yeah. team where you just go, oh this guy analytics and you know the wow. Moneyball movie whatever. But he's saying like that's it's bad for the game because the Diamondbacks didn't spend a lot of money and they're very competitive. So now every team is going to try and recreate that, and it makes the game boring because you want big stars and that's the teams you but want winning. They, I, I don't know what they did though. It's kind of different because like over half their roster is under the age of 24. Yeah. Like, they're all young, so they're all coming from, like, you know, double-A, triple-A, minor leagues, all that stuff. They're not just, like, getting these young guys, you know, signing them to, like, cheap deals, and then they're playing good. They're homegrown. They're going to block. Like, they have a superstar on their team in Corbin Carroll. They have another all-star in uh, Christian Walker. They got good pitching. They have, like, good role players and all that. So they have the stars. It's just I think it's more that – they're not just they're just not a marketable team. Yeah. I think that's more what Maz was saying. Marketable. Yeah, that's true. I think um but then he's got- he's been talking about like he, he it's not that he doesn't want small market teams to win. It's the fact that the Phillies are one of those big market teams and they have the star power and they you know, they got Bryce Harper, they got yeah. this, they got that. They have people that they're paying on the Phillies. And they lose the Diamondbacks who are paying no one. But I understand your point where you, I think you're kinda saying that the Diamondbacks are more homegrown than anything. Like, they're not going out and they're not signing guys to cheap deals. They're finding young talent from, you know, like minor leagues and being like, hey, you know, let's let's kind of develop this guy I and, and teach him Diamondback baseball. So I don't know. I, I, 
I don't know a lot about baseball. I'll admit it. I'll be the first one to say. I agree with what you're saying, kind of, but if this World Series was Phillies Astros, I think it would be a lot more anticipated than Rangers Diamondbacks. Yeah. Because there was the World Series last year. They both have superstars yep. all across the team. But, I don't know. We saw the 300 win teams won one game. Yeah. The entire playoffs. So, yeah, any, so, anything can happen. So, that's not even just, like, you know, a management issue. That's just, like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, yeah. We're, these uh, these were both wild card teams, right? The Diamondbacks they were and Rangers. Wild card that's teams. insane. Although, I do think the Rangers should have won the AOS, but that's, yeah. that's a topic for another day. Yeah. Well, Sox didn't make the playoffs, so I stopped yeah, watching. But but Shohei's coming, so it's okay. Yeah, it happens. I would <laughs> love to but see. you think Shohei Atani's coming to uh, yes. Boston? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. He's hurt right now, though. He's yeah. He can't pitch next year. can't pitch. He can yeah. only hit. But okay. I, I have a theory about Shohei What's on that? why he's going to come to Boston. Let me hear it. Now, Let the conspiracy theories roll. Shohei Otani. Obviously, he's from Japan, right? Mm-hmm. So, Japan plays in the World Baseball Classic. One of his teammates on Japan was Red Sox rookie Masataka Yoshida. Okay. So they want to, you know, Shohei Masa, their boys, bring them together. But I like that. Red Sox also have other Asian players in their, on their team. That's too. That's they have true. Catcher Connor Wong. Yep. They have utility man Yu Chang. Yep. So I've been saying that they are building the Asian gauntlet. They are, yeah. And they're Sho- building the Japan Super Team. Shohei, over there. <laughs> Shohei is the final piece to the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. So if they get him, you know, they will be inevitable, like Thanos. <laughs> I, no, I like that. I, I, that's a that can stay in. That can totally stay in. All right, cool. <laughs> no, uh, I I like that. I, I mess with that conspiracy theory. How we're just kind of like collecting these. Uh, like Japanese baseball stars, like slowly and then, then turning them into get Hideki the Matsui. Boston Super Team. Japan has this other absolute stud named Hideki Matsui. Yeah, the Red Sox can get that guy. Oh boy, it's he, over. he can th- he can throw like 105 miles per hour stuff like that. Yeah, it's crazy. I think the Sox will think about the marketing that they could do. Yeah, if we get Shohei, then I think Boston baseball will actually be back. Yeah. Like, I need it to be back, honestly. If we kept, I, the only thing I wish was if we kept Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. That guy was just such Schwarbaums a. Schwarbombs know, was, was something else. I loved, you know, a good Schwarbomb. What was that, the, the 2021 playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. I, I call myself a Schwarbomb enthusiast. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've never said it before, but I, I think now that I'm hearing it, I also might have to be a Schwarbomb enthusiast. So, you know, who knows? He played for, he plays for the Phillies now, right? Yeah, he played for the Phillies. Damn shame. God damn shame. But hey, he got paid. That's true. Yeah, that's all, that's all we paid. want to see these days is guys get their money, the money that they earn. Yeah, earn, they deserve. Uh, I agree. Running backs, we all we stand with you. I support any running back that wants to get paid. Ah, as, as, <laughs> as, as long as you're good. I don't know. You don't sit out. I don't know if I agree a whole ton with the uh, the running back. To a certain extent, I support you guys. If the running backs are just you know complaining and they're like, I'm gonna sit out, like. I lost some respect for Jonathan Taylor, yeah. even though his intentions were right. I just felt like, but Ursay definitely had a big chunk to do with that. It definitely wasn't all his fault. Yeah, and I think Ursay was was a really big part of that. More so, actually, the more I point towards like Saquon. Yeah, I don't think Saquon handled this situation well. Like Jonathan Taylor, like he just wanted his money, yeah. and the Colts threatened to just put him on IR and make him so he couldn't make any money. So which I think that's not okay. My thing with Saquon is that he. 
quite literally is that entire offense. If they yes. don't have Saquon, they don't have an offense. That's the whole thing. But so I can understand him getting Dave paid. fault because he doesn't want to get Darren Waller involved. Yeah, yeah, but it's the running back. Here, here's how I think you solve the the running back kind of fiasco. If you get a really good running back on a rookie deal, I think people should start re- restructuring uh, rookie running back contracts. I think you need to make them only two years long, mm-hmm. which, you know, is short. But I think the upside is that rookie running backs play a lot more nowadays because teams cycle through running backs really quickly. So you, like, putting this in, like, the direction of, like, B. John Robinson? Jimmy yes, Woods. yes. So I think you need to go on a two-year a two-year deal. Uh, but if you're, a, you know, a higher overall pick, I'd be good, you know, two-year. And then from there... I think that you need to make these contracts running back shorter in general. So after that two years, if they're good, you know, you sign to like a a big deal, but a short term deal. Like I think if Saquon signed like a two year, like $70 million deal, I think that does him justice. I think that, you know, for the two years that Saquon's going to be really good. I think the problem is we're trying to fit running back contracts into what they used to be. I, yeah, like what you agree is, I feel it. They also have to pay so many more people. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you have to pay fifty-three people. Yeah. So that's but obviously it's, running backs have such a short flame. You know yeah. what I mean? Like when you when you throw Aaron Donald a massive deal, it's like okay, Aaron Donald's gonna be here and he's gonna be a massive part of this defense forever. When you throw Mahomes a ten-year deal, it's like okay, Mahomes is the quarterback for the next ten years. You can't do that with running backs. Running oh, backs they have such a short flame when it comes to how much they're on the field. So, like, a guy like Saquon, like, Saquon might not be a reliable reliable running back next year or the year the, after that. The last reliable running back I think we saw was Frank Gore. Yeah. Like, he, like him, Emmett Smith, and that's really it. You, <laughs> Maybe you, Adrian Peterson. But. I'd say AP. I'd throw AP in there. But, like, you, you, can't, you can't sign these running backs to these wide receiver deals, these, like, four-year. Yeah. Because uh, the life of a running back in the NFL – is very short. I, that's the reality of it. I mean, you they have to be some of the best athletes, but I think another still. thing with those running backs that we just mentioned, they all at one point were the best running back in the league. Yeah. I think the only guy that I think could do that progression right now is McCaffrey. Yeah. Like, McCaffrey, agree. we've seen him be the best running back. I but don't also, think, even McCaffrey yeah. can play, like, wide receiver. He's not just yeah. a running back. So I, don't I don't think don't Saquon has ever been, like, the best running back in the NFL. Yeah. So, like, that takes him out of, like, that category. But that's obviously just, like, an opinion-based question. You can't really answer it like that. But those three guys, Gore, Peterson, Emma Smith, they were all, like, so, like at their peak, they were just solidified. Like, yeah. nobody was better than them. I agree, yeah. As far as, like, deals go, I think um, you need to do short-term, fully guaranteed deals. I don't think incentives are a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think you, you want these running backs comfortable cause again, they're short lifespans, running backs have short lifespans in the NFL. I think what you need to do, say like, say if, uh, if Jameer Gibbs was handled this way, right? Ooh. He's on a two year deal. And from there it's like, okay, on the third year we'll have a contract extension ready. So he has those two years to kind of prove, okay, you know, I can be an NFL running back. And then from there, it's like, okay, based on your performance, we'll give you another two years with like 40 million guaranteed. So you're making 20 million guaranteed a year 
for playing running back. That is a lot of money, but it's only a two-year hit. And then from there, after the second year, you start to see some decline. It's like, okay, maybe we want to do the classic, you know, instead of four years, you pay this guy a ton of money and then cut him. It's okay. It's two years rookie deal, two years of making a lot of money, and then the running back made it fully guaranteed, so the running back benefits from it. And then it's, okay, do we move on? You know, what do we do from here? Do we put them on a new deal? Something like that. And that's where the fully guaranteed money, I think, plays a big role. That's how I would fix it, make it Mm -hmm. more like an an NBA short-term type deal. But, yeah. So I've had this theory for a while on how to fix the running back situation. I I love it. I absolutely love it. But I think this whole theory, because of how complicated this whole situation is, not with just running backs, but, like, offensive linemen, DBs, all these people. you got to pay all these people. This is why if I was, like, a gifted athlete, which I'm not, you know, I barely make it in one sport over here, but <laughs> I would not – football would be the last sport I would want to, like, go pro. And even if I love it to death, if yeah. I'm better at baseball, basketball, those are where I'm trying to go. Yeah. Because that's where the money's at. That is where the money's basketball, at. Basketball, there's 13 people on a roster. MLB, there's more, but teams don't have a salary cap. Yep. So Aaron Judge is getting – 10 years, $350 million, whatever the hell. And you can still pay everyone. Shohei is eligible for 10 years, $600 million, which is absolutely insane, which I don't think he's going to get now because of his injury, but he's still going to be making at least $50 million a year, if you ask me. Yeah, no, I I, I think it's tough to, ooh, to ooh, be a football ooh, player. Ooh, we have I, a tr- I literally was just looking we at have the Rappaport a trade. thing. Oh my god, I am very excited right now. <laughs> I just oh, saw it. This just I in. just saw it. Leonard Williams has been traded to the Seattle Seahawks for a twenty twenty four second round pick and a twenty twenty five fifth. It's a good deal for the Hawks. What was it? A second and a fourth, he said? Yep. It's a great deal let's, for the Hawks. Let's give it up right now. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. go Hawks. Roll Hawks. Oh, sure. <laughs> we are building this D line. Frank yeah. Frank Clark is back in town. We got Boye Mafe. Yep. And now we got a dog in Leonard Williams. Yeah, Leonard Williams actually that does a lot for that defensive. Shout line. out to the Giants for just blowing it up. <laughs> like you, Is, guys, you think that's the first that we're seeing of the the trade deadline I for think, the uh, for the Giants? I think Saquon's gonna get moved. Yeah, no, I think so too. Like they said, Buffalo's they're not, been mentioned. They said well, mm. Buffalo signed Leonard Fournette today. Did they? Okay. Yes. But uh, I, don't, I think they're trying to move on from Singletary. So. so. Uh, when you were saying that, Singletary isn't in Buffalo anymore. He's in, he's in uh, Houston. You're right. My bad. They Who am J- I thinking J- of? James Cook. Besides James Cook. Tavius Murray. That's the one. Uh, So, the Giants, obviously, they're a big disappointment. So, I wouldn't be surprised to see, obviously, Saquon get traded. Yeah. Or maybe, like, Isaiah Simmons, even though they just got him. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know who else they can really move That's that's worth it. Uh, maybe, uh, Xavier, maybe Xavier McKinney. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, maybe Waller. Yeah, but, but like I feel like you want to keep him Waller. Too. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, I think if you're the Giants, you kind of need to to rebuild. I know you just made the playoffs and had a playoff win last year, but um, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a a very recoverable situation, especially when you lost to the Jets at home. Well, I mean, and, hey, it's you, a fifty. They just 50, gave up. But. Well, probably their best pass rusher. Yeah. For you know crumbs of a cookie. Yeah. 
I mean, a second and a fourth, like, those are good picks. Yeah, but I guess. I don't know. You can find value, especially I think good. this draft is, is going to be very, could find uh, Tom very Brady. deep. You could find Tom Brady with a with a sixth-round pick. You never know. But, yeah, that's big for the Hawks. I'm uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited for you. I think that's going to make this defense a whole lot better Sam with that Frank. pass rush. Y'all better watch out. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't Rock, know if that Rock, far. But. Rock Purdy, we're coming for you. <laughs> I think Trent Williams has got – or Trent Williams is hurt, Trent right? Trent Williams is hurt. Yeah. And yeah. – Larry Williams is a inside D lineman, so we're not, he wouldn't have to worry about. Jim yeah, Williams. that's true. They're gonna blow up whoever plays center there. I don't, I don't know who plays center. <laughs> They're nobodies. Yeah, I used to be a center. Hey. Yeah, right. There we go. I was uh, from like fifth grade until um, I think when I came to high school, I was a center. It's pretty, it pretty sick. I was pretty good at it, and then. I was terrible and stopped doing it. <laughs> oh, well, could you not see the quarterback? No. Oh. Well, I mean, you when you snap, you're not looking. Well, I mean, like, could you not see anything? Because, like, I know your vision is very, <laughs> very, very bad. No, no, I, I could see. Um, it was uh, it was like a feel thing, uh, which is weird because you, you don't actually ever, you don't look under your legs at yeah. the quarterback. At least I didn't. So I just kind of trusted that he, uh, he lined up in shotgun. Also, it was a lot of under center, which is like. I feel like. You found your better sport in rugby. Yeah, no, I did. I was way better at rugby than I, than I was at football. When you um, in rugby, would you say you were more of a freight train or more of a bus? <laughs> um, a freight train is like I wasn't knocking people over all the time, but I definitely I think was was hard to tackle. Uh, so I, I'd say maybe a bus. I you're, feel like a bus you're, is. You were the, the Jerome Bettis of rugby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, it was fun. I, you know what's what's funny? I actually talk about this a good amount with like, especially college rugby guys. If there was fantasy rugby, and it was like from the people in our league and our division, where do we we think we would go? And I think the the census, at least like if it was in high school, I think I would have been kind of uh, a census flex player. Like I don't think I'm. Ooh, I, I, like I, I don't think I was the first prop that you were taking. Off the board, maybe I'm starting because of an injury. But I think I scored a good amount. I think I, I was a decent uh, flex player. You're, you're like, like Sammy Watkins week one. Yeah, yeah. well, it was more – I think I think my comparison would kind of be like Jarek McKinnon. You know Ooh, what I mean? Because, like, like when, when I was scoring, I was, you know, I was there. But then I would have games where I I wouldn't score and I would just, you know, get a good amount of yards, but nothing that was crazy. You were crazy. try-dependent? I was very try <laughs> Exactly. I was a try-dependent fantasy start. You weren't putting uh, up for the sure. yards or the catches? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, like, I, actually, I got a good amount of catches, but so I, you I don't think you could count. Demon. I don't think you can count catches in rugby. I would. You think so? I'd make money. Because well, then the, the fly half, like the quarterback, would be overrated because then you count him catching the yeah. ball? No, I wouldn't do QB PPR. Okay. But, yeah, uh, I'd make it a PPR league. All right, all right. So point points per... I would make it uh, like 0.02 PPR for QBs. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense, actually. Yeah. I think Brady Nicholson definitely would have been a start back in the day. I think He, he would I, have been a first-rounder. I think the 101 would have been Luke McAlpine, though. Yeah, no, that's a good one. The, the 101 would have been Luke a, McAlpine. Yeah, but I, I think I would have been like – I think it would have been a middle of the pack where it's like yeah, yeah. You, you find value. You're like, oh. Like, like not like, a bench hey, round, but like right yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because, you know, you're taking – you're taking your heavy hitters, right? You're taking the starting fly halves. You're taking the wings. You're taking the the centers who, who see a lot of the touches. You know and then, so like, awesome? you find value in me in the fifth round, fifth, sixth round, and you're like, hey, 
Will Nicholson starts. You know, he's, <laughs> he starts. He's, he's going to get the volume. You know, it's, it's whether or not he's going to score. You know what's funny about this? I don't know any of these rugby positions you're talking about right now. <laughs> I know a try. I know that when you're in the end zone, you're not technically done until the ball's touched down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know there's a position called hooker? Mm-hmm. There, there is a hooker on the field. I, I was a hooker in rugby for a minute. That's sexy. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's the truth. Um, nice. Didn't didn't really find my role in there. So uh, if if you if there was fantasy basketball for high school, yeah. is Tyler Panero getting drafted? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't think so. Nah, no. man. I mean, maybe I don't like if someone gets injured, I'll go in. Yeah, or if you know, so like, you're a or, waiver wire, or threat. if like none of your players are playing, maybe I'll get drafted. So just so you can have like someone in for the night. Yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, so yeah. you're a waiver wire pickup. I would. I'd be Jalen Dern. You Jalen Dern? <laughs> I mess with. Hey, Jalen Dern's balling right now. I, yes, he's a rebound machine. I like. I it. actually have a jersey patch of Jalen Dern. So a jersey patch? Yeah, like a card, like a card oh, that has oh, the jersey in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, shout out to Jalen Dern for uh, making me some money. <laughs> Jalen Dern is. It's just a great guy, it seems like, overall. He knows what it's like to have a great day. He knows what it's like to have a great day. I believe uh, we did We did have a great day here on the, the part-time pod. I think we did have another great day. It was a great podcast. We're officially out on Spotify now. We are uh, First three are up, and the next two are probably going to go out uh, tomorrow, would be my guess, because I'm going to grind those out. Yeah, it's uh, pretty funny. Yeah. They're listening to us on Spotify as we talk about being out on Spotify. That's crazy. So um, Spotify inception. By the time you hear this... Everything's going to be on Spotify. That's true. And maybe that this true. will be a part of a bulk upload. Who knows? It probably will be, honestly, at this point. But uh, I think that's that's going to do it for us here on the, the part-time pod. Uh, Tyler, thank you once again for, for taking some time after after your long day of school to, to be on the pod. It was actually a very relieving day. It was a relieving Monday day. You know, you don't say that that much. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Garfield wouldn't have been as pissed off. That's true. Garfield would... We'll be having an okay day today. He'd be okay with this Monday. You know, right. He still hates him. But. That's all you can ask for. That's really all you can ask for out of him. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. And uh, today's life lesson, shout out to Troy Dan. <laughs> Keep your stick on the ice. Truth. Peace, everyone. Bye.